Welcome to Pros and Cons, a show about random topics. I'm Kev. And I'm Jack. Let's talk about Christmas. What does that even mean? More Christ? A lot more. Like, (laughs) Jesus is king. (laughs) You know? Praise the Lord. Is that something you think about on Christmas? Like, oh, it's the homie Jesus' birthday? Yeah, but only because I grew up with that. Mm -hmm. Santa Claus was secondary. And this was when you were in dr still yes sir so what is it like there i mean i'm not really familiar with christmas traditions outside of the u.s in general it is a little different because uh i guess in a similar way we do celebrate christmas eve Mm -hmm. so we do have a very big dinner this is like a thing like a family dinner yeah family dinner it becomes pretty much our thanksgiving everyone's there isn't any thanksgiving yeah there's no thanksgiving so we've kind of been waiting everyone's cooking it's like a thing you know supermarkets are packed and that's like our thanksgiving on the 24th and i think many families do that here too Mm -hmm. even though the real big day is the 25th but we start off with celebrating christmas eve and is that i know on the thanksgiving episode you mentioned how you guys don't eat till like eight nine ten o'clock mm. is it the same kind of schedule or yeah maybe a little bit earlier but yeah christmas eve and then on the 25th this is the major difference i would say you wake up and there are no gifts what yeah uh no presents for you kiddo <laughs> but that is because again we didn't grow up with santa claus we don't do that because we have three kings day or day of the kings Mm-hmm. We actually call it El Dia de los Reyes, which is basically in January 6th. So you got to wait, what is that, two more weeks? And yeah, that's when we got our presents. Did that feel just normal though? Or were you kind of aware that other places got them on Christmas? No, I think I wasn't aware of it. I mean, I came to the U.S. when I was like eight, nine, which is probably around the age where I would have started. Seeing it, yeah. yeah, like realizing what that meant. But yeah, to me, that was completely normal. And it was actually kind of cool because I said January 6th. We're not going back to school until like the 8th or 9th of January, which is pretty dope. Almost a college break. Exactly. So if anything, I give the edge to DR in that case. Wow. What about later when you realized or not realized, but when you adjusted to U.S. traditions right now, just sticking to gifts. But do you currently prefer... Now that you're older, or even, I guess, when you first came over, the shift. Oh, hell yeah. I loved it, bro. (laughs) Told me I got my presents way earlier. Yeah. I'm all in for that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, anything. Even now, when I, like, order stuff online, the only reason I don't do next day shipping is because they charge you the same amount (laughs) as, like, the shit you're buying. (laughs) Yeah. Almost. I mean, I'm exaggerating, but... Looking at it that way, it's like, yeah, on the 25th, I get to celebrate and have new things and clothes. Expedited gifts. I'm all in on that. So it was a very easy adjustment, to say the least. What about gifts overall? Do you pro that as a thing of Christmas slash this kind of holiday period? Because I feel like, especially as you get older, it's harder sometimes to pick out what you want to ask for. And there's also different things that come up like oh there might be something you want but it's like a limited release and you have to buy it at the time or pair of clothes or other shoes you want to try on or could be anything but a video game that's coming out that you want to play right when it comes out like 
it can be hard sometimes to figure out what exactly is a good thing to ask for for Christmas. I mean, yeah, to your point, it is pretty difficult to do that. And I guess as I got older, it got even tougher and tougher to choose just because, I don't know, I guess I grew up kind of spoiled. If I wanted the new MLB or Call of Duty game for PlayStation, I probably got it right when it came out. I wouldn't say that I got all the shoes and sneakers that I wanted, but I had always enough or good enough that like I didn't really... Right, you weren't yeah, like dying, for, dying for any. And it'd be cool if I got some, but most of the time, I don't know, I got money or something and I was able to just go back and buy them after Christmas. Do you pro money as a Christmas gift? Yeah, that's by the a way. good one. Uh, for sure, as I got older, yeah. For receiving. Yeah, like I, I didn't want like Auntie to pull up with like some Reeboks when I really <laughs> wanted some white Air Forces, you know? Yeah. I mean, even before we move on, should we talk about how. Christmas was made up by the American government just to sell more toys and keep the economy running? Hey, I mean, you can't spell Christmas without cash. At least, you oh, know, shit. if you rearrange the letters, so. Would you pro or con this as a conspiracy? Does it have any legs? I might con it only because it's not a theory, it's a fact. This is where we got to change topics before our podcast gets taken down. We can jump in kind of where we left off, so... You said pro for receiving money, which I would say is, yeah, I would agree with that. But what about giving it? And also just the idea of if you get an actual object, it's like you put an effort into trying to get something for someone. But is it better just at the end of the day to let them choose? But what if everyone's giving money? Like, Well, this is an interesting one because it has many pros and cons on each side. Mm-hmm. Perfect for the show. So me giving money? I don't think I'm at that point yet. You have to be at a certain economic level to do that comfortably. So if you're saying if you had the bank for it, you would do it. Yeah, because the effort, you don't have to try that hard, you know. Giving gifts is, could be a puzzle. Like, yeah, shit could ruin your day or weeks just trying to find perfect gifts, you know. Where if you could just slip a couple bills or even a gift card or whatever it is, that shit's easy. You could solve Christmas in an hour if you have to, to sit at the bank or something. I think there's an age. I feel like, mm-hmm. what is that age? Like 13? If you're 13 and older, you probably want money. No, that might be old. Maybe like 11 now, right? So you're saying within that age range, and if it's someone who has enough money, then do it, but otherwise doesn't really work? Yeah, just put it that way. That's fair. What about gift cards? I pro gift cards. But this is another one that comes with an asterisk. Mm-hmm. It has to be one of those Amex, you know, like American Express ones that you can yeah. use anywhere. Or Amazon. Or it has to be like from a place that you know you're going to buy shit from, right? right? So yeah, Amazon. like I've gotten a Vans gift card too. Perfect. Dairy Queen I've gotten. Damn. That's low key like thoughtful in a way. That's kind of <laughs> <is>. dope. <laughs> Um, But yeah, it could be like somewhere where you know, like within a month you could use it. Not some shit where like you're going to put away and like, who knows? I don't. Right. Journeys like. Yeah. And like (laughs) if you're an uncle, don't just give a Home Depot card to your nephew unless you know they're into woodworking or something. If you're my uncle and you're giving me a Home Depot card, I'm just hoping we don't have the same last name. Damn. What are you doing? (laughs) Have you ever given a gift card to someone? Yeah, I've given gift cards before. It's usually part of, like, another gift. Mm-hmm. Or there's, like, the gift card is a smaller thing to something bigger. Right. But, yeah, I mean, do you pro gift cards? Yeah, I think, like you said, 
it has to be the right fit, but mm-hmm. or super general like Amazon or credit card one. But yeah, I would definitely pro them. Yeah, I mean, part of the appeal of the whole visual look of a tree is that you have the boxes of presents under and everything, which usually aren't completely filled with money and gift cards. Obviously, there's some bigger things, but would you pro or con wrapping gifts? And I say that knowing that for most people, it's probably a con for myself included. I'd have to jump on that and con it myself. Yeah. I am preferably a bag and throw some of that tissue paper on top kind of guy. (laughs) I don't know what that paper's called, but that shit looks nice super easy to do got the little tag to write to and from from with a heart xoxo if you want to get fancy shout out to drake (laughs) real quick though how do you feel about people that gift wrap things that don't need to be gift wrapped so like they grab a box and as an example they put like a gift card in it Mm -hmm. and they make you think of something else yeah part of it is a joke you know like oh it's in it but that you open it and it's like 50 dollars gift card to outback no, yeah, I'd rather have cards and stuff in, like, a little bag or whatever. So you con it? Yeah. Damn, me too. And I grew up in a household with someone that would do that all the time. Shout out to my stepmom. <laughs> she has a good heart. And it was, like, part a joke, part, like, I don't know, there's more to it, but... Yeah, I mean, on my side, we've done it similarly, but not for where it's just a card or something. It's more so, oh, there's this box that looks like it's from this store but the item inside is actually something else type thing. Yeah. Also, what do you think about Secret Santa? Oh, boy. I mean, it has to be a con, right? Con easily. I don't even have to think about it. For people who don't know, it's basically you're with some kind of group, whether it's friends or work or whatever, and you get a mystery person from that group, and you have to get that person a gift, and it's just like a circle like that. Yeah, I've never had a good experience with Secret Santa. Yeah, I only did it once in high school, and it wasn't great. Yeah, I've been, like, part of two or three, but, yeah, mostly just with, like, friends or a class. I actually had this one time where we did it with an entire class, and I happened to get my fucking teacher. That's insane. Which was not fun, because you have to kind of make it thoughtful now. And I remember, like, going with my mom everywhere, like, trying to find something. We got her something, which I'm sure was fine. Like, for the house, I don't know. Yeah. Salt shakers, cups, I don't know. Like, even if she didn't like it, like, it's usable stuff, right. you know. And Practical. I got this girl that legit got me something that took zero effort and wow, probably even got for free. And it was just, like, <laughs> a pack of, like... I don't even remember, but it was like trading cards, like WWE trading cards or something. Oh my God. She got them in like a quarter machine at the mall. It was one of those like, damn, I went so hard to get like something for my teacher. And yeah, that's the thing. (sighs) Yeah. It's also like always, oh, only spend up to this much. Right. And you don't want to look too cheap, but you don't want to spend too much. And it's like just such a hassle. Yeah. There's like challenges and side challenges in this i don't know who thought this was a good idea but yeah and with that i guess do you know a white elephant party it sounds familiar but remind me what it is again well it's basically the same basis as like a secret santa but in this one instead of knowing who you're gifting you just show up with a gift oh yeah yeah and you can like trade and stuff yeah you can like trade you decide like all right let's start off with jack whose gift do you want and you take my gift and then i get to choose whether 
I want to keep the gift from you. Yeah, or it sounds so it stupid. Me? I've never done it, but it sounds ridiculous. It's the stupidest shit. People have fun with it. Like, they do silly shit, like funny mugs. or This be when your mom shows up with a shoebox with, like, <laughs> a picture inside of, like, yes, a blender. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's silly, but I don't know. I think I'm going to con this one, too. Yeah, definitely con. What about the little gifts and stockings, though? Stockings are interesting. I mean, I didn't grow up with them. First time I had a stocking was, like, last Christmas. Uh, here in our apartment, my girl decided, like, oh, stockings are cool. I mean, she didn't decide it, but she grew up with them and decided to buy some for us. And it's the first time I ever had any. I don't know. They're yeah. cool. I pro them. Yeah, it's, like, little knickknack type things. Sometimes candy, snacks. What about the designs of the stocking itself, though? Do you pro that? Kind yeah, of cool. big sock looking thing. Big sock. Almost looks cartoony or mm-hmm. leaves enough space for many things to go in there. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, how do you feel about the elf on the shelf? Sounds familiar, but I don't remember like what exactly it is. I haven't had the experience of having one in my house because it's possibly one of the creepiest things you could have. I think the idea of it is literally you have a little elf somewhere in your house that is quote-unquote watching your kids. They're supposed to be seeing whether they're naughty or not. Yeah, that's super sus. I feel like I've seen parody videos of this for sure where it just goes ultra bad. The thing is like your parents have to move it. That's how the kids know that it's actually watching or moving around like it's alive. Yeah, I don't know whose idea it was, but I'm a con that shit right now. If it isn't a Black Mirror episode already, it should definitely be one. The Elf on the Shelf is Chucky. Oh my god. Or something like that. (laughs) With Alexa built into it. Who is the elf sending these messages to? Not Santa. (laughs) (laughs) What about decorations in general around the house, though? Christmas decorations are always the dopest. Mm -hmm. I think because they rely on lighting a lot. Inside and out, you mean, right? Yeah. Because what's the biggest competition to it? Halloween, right? Yeah. I mean, real quick, which one would you choose or prefer? I mean, Halloween has a cool style and, like, different things to put with it. Christmas, I don't know. They both have this, like, nostalgia to it, but also this, like, always excitement, like, never get tired of. But I feel like Christmas is more special. Like, it brings out something on another level than Halloween. For sure. I mean, it puts you, like, on that Christmas spirit, you know? Yeah. Even though I guess Halloween has spirits, but just walking around you. But that's different. But, yeah, I for sure give the upper hand to Christmas. It's just dope. Literally, like, changes how your house looks inside and out. Makes it visually appealing just to drive around at night. Mm -hmm. I don't think power companies or people that like to go green like it, but... Yeah, that's, like, the main con of it. And I don't think these, like, Christmas lights take that much power. I could be wrong, but Mm -hmm. I think they don't. But, yeah, I for sure pro it. I really like it. Color scheme is dope. Yeah, and it feels really homey and just makes you feel childlike sometimes, too, and just more comfortable, and especially in the colder, darker, more depressing gray months of winter, Mm -hmm. it adds, like, life to it. Yeah, that's true. And you can kind of do this on Halloween too, but Christmas has more of the thing where you can drive to a certain area or block or whatever and see a bunch of houses lit up and all that stuff too. And it has like that other element, which is a pro. Yeah, that is true. Some people go super hard with that shit. What about inflatables though? Because we've been mostly talking about lights, but what do you think of 
those. I fucks with inflatables. They're they're cool. Again, they're like weird animated things that are larger yeah. than life, and they're usually always like lit up too. Yeah, pro. Yeah, I'd give them like a light pro because it depends too on the quality of the inflatable or the design. But yeah, good point. But real quick before we move on, if you had to choose between good old classic yellow christmas lighting or you going rainbow rainbow all day yeah rainbow's pretty dope i like both i'm actually like tight that christmas tree we have only has one setting but like the one my dad got i don't know like the year before i moved out it had like a controller and you could change between like rainbow and yellow lighting or like a flickering or like a alternating every excellent time that's so it was dope. super dope but I'm tight. My tree doesn't have that. I mean, yeah. he paid a decent amount of money for it, but can't go wrong with either. And what about like the ornaments on it? Do you like having a lot of ornaments or just like pretty minimal or what? See, I grew up in a household where pff, my mom always went hard with the ornaments, the tree. Damn. She's the type to throw like flowers in there, <laughs> branches. It looks super full. Your cat gets lost. You don't even know it. <laughs> you can't find that shit. There might actually be birds in your trees. <laughs> it's crazy. Me personally, I like a more minimal tree. I want to experience the light a lot. Mm-hmm. I almost want to use the tree as a light source. That means that you don't cover the lights all that much. Yeah. For sure more on the minimal side. Mm-hmm. But I can't hate on either. They're both like pretty cool to look at. In my yeah. opinion. What about you, though? Yeah, I think you definitely need to fill it enough where it looks like it's full, but not overflowing. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to cover every inch, but just make it look like it's a real tree, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's always great to have personalized ornaments where, like, they have different meanings and stuff. But also, it could just be general, and it still will look good. So, it's hard to really go too wrong with it. Mm-hmm. I agree. What do you think also about real trees versus fake trees? Because, <sighs> I mean, real trees are nice, but you got to throw them out, which is like a big con off the bat. Taking away oxygen from this beautiful earth, making a mess in your house, higher possibility of fire in your house. Because, you know, you got to water this tree, mm-hmm. maintain it. It could catch fire in your house, literally, especially if you have it close to a fireplace hopefully you're smarter than that but the smell man is so good <laughs> growing up we usually i want to say like 90 percent of the time had the fake tree but there was a couple years that me and my little sister convinced my dad to get a real tree and man every time you just walked in the house that smell would just slap you in the face Damn. beautiful pine smell you can like cook or anything and the tree would just take care of it like within a few i don't even know <laughs> hours like you couldn't even tell anyone cooked just smelled like the tree again so that was like my major pro but other than that i go fake tree every time but yeah i mean fake trees though they last don't have to keep buying them every year they're still nice they don't cause as much of a mess hell yeah that has to be one of the most annoying things because my dad got those trees and when we had to get rid of them yeah all the little needle parts or whatever they're called oh god yeah Dude, like everywhere. It was like two weeks later after we got rid of the trees and we'd still find like under and yeah. corners and Aren't in those between the, the pine needles. Yeah, those little things. And yeah, it's it's a pain. Yeah. If you live in New York and you live in a building, then your garbage spot just gets full of them. Like, 
good luck to whoever has to get rid of them. If you live in a house, then you got to put them like on the sidewalk and that's an inconvenience too. But yeah, just get a fake tree. And also in terms of Christmas trees for me, this kind of just goes into my background with Christmas overall. But as I mentioned on the Hanukkah episode, my dad's Jewish and my mom's Christian. So for Christmas, pretty much every year since I've been born, we've gone to Indiana for Christmas where my mom's side of the family is and where she's from. And we have Christmas at my grandma's house. So basically that's like where the tree was. So we never had one in our home apartment in New York City. So that's the only time I would really experience one in the actual house. So the whole like real or fake and smelling it throughout the whole season didn't like impact me as much. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember for sure if we had real ones initially, but definitely for the past, I don't know, decade or something, my grandma's had a fake one and she actually just replaced it too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean... I'm down with the fakes. I'm going to just copy and <laughs> cut that sound bite. Cut that sound bite. <laughs> Real quick, I know you mentioned not having one like in your personal house because you guys would celebrate in Indiana mm-hmm. or over at your grandparents' house. Yeah. But did you guys like decorate otherwise your apartment or not really? Um, A little bit, yeah. My mom has some stuff, but it wasn't. I don't know, over the top or anything. Like, it'd just be little things around the house. It wasn't, like, all over the walls and everything. And since we're in an apartment, we can't, like, decorate the outside or anything. And I know you mentioned Indiana and whatnot. I don't even know what people eat over there, but do you guys had any specific foods for Christmas? Or how was the whole food scene for Christmas for your family? So I'd say the biggest meal for me around Christmas is on Christmas Eve. Kind of like what you were saying, Mm -hmm. because most years we've had a family get together type thing with like my mom's side of the family, which can be a large range of people depending on who's in town or whatnot. But most years it's been at someone's house. Like in recent years, sometimes we've done a restaurant, but most of the time it's in someone's house. And basically in those situations, Everyone just brings dishes, like a potluck, and usually it's pretty consistent in terms of what's there. And, like, my aunt always makes these barbecue meatballs, which I really like, and there's, like, mac and cheese and pasta and potato salad, like, all that type of stuff, mashed potatoes. Basically, a better version of Thanksgiving food, in my opinion. And that's not to mention desserts, where there's so many cookies and different types of desserts that are so good. And on Christmas Day, there's like a beef dish that my grandma makes that's been like a family recipe that has always been made on Christmas Day. But I also will have like leftover meatballs and stuff. So there's always plenty of good food. And yeah, what about you? Yeah, for me similar or like i was mentioning earlier christmas eve we're going hard but unlike for you where the meal's kind of different from thanksgiving for me it's almost the same like yeah some dishes could switch up maybe the meat could be different but usually consists of the same you know pernil which is pork we got chicken of course you can't go wrong with chicken every now and then someone might pull up with some ribs dry rub because you know your boy don't like barbecue couple different rices that 
again could be switched up too but usually the simple white rice was there but sometimes we'd have some like yellow rice with corn or like just a moro with guandulas which is kind of like peas or one that's mixed with beans i like any of them and yeah the usual lasagna couple of salads green salad potato salad maybe a macaroni salad and desserts pretty fire too in the u.s at least you know we got the good old lloyd's that shit's always at any family event lloyd's carrot cake yes sir I don't know, every time I bring it up, my mouth starts salivating a little <laughs> bit more than usual, but we also have like flan or quesillo, which is almost the same thing. It's like a custard if you guys haven't had it. Very light and kind of just melts in your mouth. Very caramel-like. It's not for everybody. It's almost like the dessert version of eggnog, which wow, we can touch on. Cause yeah, isn't should we just eggnog? do that real quick as a side note? Yeah, it's like... It's gross is what it is. Why is that the drink for Christmas? I don't know. Yeah, no. It doesn't make any sense. Because it's funny. Like, in DR, we have something very similar to that we call poncha, which Mm -hmm. I think is egg-based, too. But it's, like, sweeter and tastes like spices at the same time. But still not for me. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. I don't know. We're both conning that, huh? Yeah, major con for eggnog. Just... I don't know, like how you were saying Lloyd's makes you salivate when you think of it. <laughs> Eggnog makes me, like, want to throw up a little. Damn, that's harsh. I mean, Pros the only... Cons, man. <laughs> I mean, the only Christmas drink I think I'm giving a pro to is that Coquito. Shout out to my Puerto Ricans out there. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of Latinos are into it now, but I think Puerto Ricans have this one, or they claim it. Bro, that's just good. I think it's very similar to eggnog, too. I don't know if it has eggs in it. I know it has a lot of dairy and a very nice milky coconut taste to it with a lot of alcohol. I mean, I've had many where you wouldn't even know it has coconut because the alcohol is was strong. Damn. I mean, I like coconut, so maybe that's what drives me to it. Right. But it also kind of tastes like ice cream melted. That gets my attention a little bit more. No, oh, yeah. It tastes like a dessert drink with a lot of alcohol yeah but yeah to get back to foods and desserts there's also usually like a dominican cake which sometimes we have at thanksgiving as well it's cake you know looks almost the same but i would say the cake is a lot more airy like it has bigger air pockets like spongier yeah it's a lot spongier maybe even more crumbly but at the same time, very moist. That's like very crucial to a good Dominican cake. Sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's my favorite cake for sure. And Did we talk about it at July 4th? Yeah, maybe. I'm sure we've mentioned it at least briefly before. But right. Yeah, like even family friends that aren't Dominican try to go to Dominican bakeries for like their birthday parties or whatever because the cake is very good. So is it usually for like holidays and birthdays and stuff? Yeah, it's a good way to go. It's a very versatile cake. I mean, my favorite way to eat it. It's fucking amazing. Again, I'm going to start to salivate again. (laughs) You grab some of that cake, no matter what flavor filling, which is another thing about it. You know, you can fill it with like guava or guayaba inside. There's also dulce de leche, which is one of the more popular ones. Yeah, I've had it with like ice cream before. Fire. There's pineapple. You could have, like, some cream that's probably, like, vanilla flavor. But you usually go with the fruitier ones. It's for sure my go-tos. But grab a nice slice of that cake. Get some nice 
Hagen Dazs vanilla ice cream. Yes, I knew you were gonna say that. Mix that thing up. Ooh, we. Oh my god, bro. Like, I'm starting to miss home right now. <laughs> Could kill a pint of that easily Damn. while watching a Scorsese movie. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, to finish off with the food, I pro it, but it is very similar to Thanksgiving, like I just mentioned. And yeah, I look forward to eating that again. Yeah. And I also will add in for desserts that besides just the kind of traditional sugar Christmas cookies, which I love also, my aunt and grandma also make these different peanut butter type ones, which for me, I'm really into like that chocolate peanut butter mix. So there's like peanut butter balls called Buckeyes that are really good. There are these like special K peanut butter squares. Like there's so much good stuff that dessert at that time is just my favorite of the year sounds like a dentist (laughs) dream we should do a dentist episode later that's a fact but you know we've been talking about the different stuff with the traditions and whatnot but how did it change for you when you came over from dr to the u.s in terms of how you celebrated it and stuff for christmas yeah i don't know i wouldn't say it's very different I'd say the biggest difference would be just getting gifts on the 25th, but the actual celebration, since it's still the same family, we kind of hold the same traditions, it's still the same holiday, it's still very traditional, just like I mentioned with the foods, it's almost the same, people are still the same, it didn't take long to adjust, I'd say it was pretty similar. And with the gifts, is that usually something more you do with like your immediate family or your whole family, like extended family that you're seeing when you're eating and stuff? Or Yeah, I mean, for us, I guess our tradition is to like open gifts at midnight when it hits the 25th. And yeah, I guess whoever is at the house where sometimes we do have family friends or just extended family that are there, they're going to open their gifts too. So it becomes a mess when that happens and everyone just starts breaking into their gifts we try to be orderly you know and like someone or two or three people go under the tree and start passing stuff out like one by one but five minutes later still a mess like especially when we have fucking over 20 people at the house so you would pro (laughs) doing that instead of waiting to wake up and have it for christmas day in the morning yeah like i said earlier i don't like to wait for things (laughs) the sooner i can open these gifts and enjoy them that's when i want to do it it's a fair argument although you're also like waiting all day to open them whereas like christmas day you wake up and you can do it pretty much right away but i don't know it's hard for me to say because that's the only way i've ever done it because we have this like extended family get together the night before and people are always like opening stuff in their own places like within the smaller groups like for me it's my mom slash dad if he comes on an uncle grandma when my grandpa was alive him too so it's like a smaller group and once you're at the party or whatever people are leaving at different times and everything so it doesn't really make sense for us to do it that night Mm -hmm. so we've always done it the next day and it's like also something for that day it's like that's the I guess main activity I mean you could pair it with like eating and that'd probably be the main activity Mm -hmm. and then sometimes we go to the movies depending what's playing or we'll just watch something at Mm -hmm. the house yeah pretty similar and I don't know when this became like a tradition to open things at midnight because at least growing up as a kid in DR we open gifts on January 6th but it's not like I was waiting January 5th at midnight 
mm-hmm. I was opening them in the morning on the six, kind of like the American way. But somewhere, somehow, we open them at midnight now, and yeah, I don't mind it. It's whatever. And were you usually the ones hosting? Uh, yeah. I mean, I could have several answers to this, but yeah, a lot of times it was at my dad's house growing up. Like he would host, his family would come over, and sometimes like. My stepmom's family would come over or even some family friends. But yeah, like I think I mentioned also in the Thanksgiving episode where like my dad is the one in the family that has the bigger home. So this is where we like hold the parties or the family events just because of the space. Yeah, I would say that. But I've spent some with like my mom's side of the family. And yeah, that would change sometimes at like her aunt's house sometimes at like her cousin's house and one or two times at my mom's apartment but yeah most of the time at my dad's yeah going off that i would add that traveling at christmas which for me when i'm going to indiana involves a plane and sometimes a car too that's a con i've had plenty of bad experiences over the years and like it's whatever. I'm used to being a traveler and doesn't phase me too much. But when you get hit with those delays or canceled flights or stuck in somewhere because of snow, like it's not always the most fun time to travel. Yeah. I mean, it is a nightmare for me to just fly anywhere in any holiday. <laughs> drive is fine, but getting on a plane or heading to an airport. Yeah. Cut me out. And not like a long drive. I have done, I think, twice. My family has gone to Boston. Even that could get a little too much, but still, it's not too bad. What about, like, overall time of year, though? Having it be in December and, like, the peak of winter. And also, pro or con, white Christmas, too. And not, like, white people celebrating Christmas, but, like, having a white Christmas. I'm glad you clarified that, (laughs) because I was confused. First question, time of year, it's okay. Could be a little better. Just wish there was a little bit more of a gap between Thanksgiving and New Year's. Right. Give Christmas a little room. Maybe earlier in December or maybe just knock Thanksgiving down a little bit and move Christmas to Like it. swap Thanksgiving for Christmas? Yeah, I don't know if I would swap it, but I guess I'd be fine with that. But then I guess that would scratch a little bit more of the possibility of having a white Christmas. Because it's not like right. winter, winter yet. Yeah. But with that said, I pro having a white Christmas. I think I've only seen it once while living in the Northeast. And I don't think it was like a full white Christmas. Like, I don't think there was snow on the floor, but there was snow falling. Mm-hmm. So I think visually, if you look like above the ground, it looked beautiful. But yeah. if you look down, it was just fucking wet and it looked like rain and it was probably sloppy as shit. But yeah, I mean, I've experienced them in Indiana and it's definitely nice to have. But it can also cause, like, these traveling problems. So sometimes you got to be careful what you wish for. But um, what about, though, if it was moved to January 6th, like the other day where you got presents, you know, new year, new birth of Mm -hmm. Jesus? That'll start off the year very strong. (laughs) And I wouldn't be opposed to proing it just because this would extend the vacation time too right you might have to go through like the end of december though that's rough (laughs) yeah no in that case i guess i'd keep it where it is is it the best holiday of anything though christmas i mean i would say yes i would give it the pro i'd give it a pro too there's 
very little argument. But let me ask you, do you feel like it's gotten worse as you got older? Worse in what way? Like it doesn't feel as special or like the same excitement that it used to when you were younger? Oh, for sure. I mean, Christmas hasn't been quote unquote special to me in a long time. And that sounds depressing. I don't mean (laughs) it to be. No, but it's just (laughs) reality. But yeah, it's been a while since that special thing is there for Christmas. And I think it's a normal thing. Like it goes through a cycle. I feel like next time it feels special is if I ever have like a family or something. And, you Mm -hmm. know, there's like your kids and you give to them and there's that whole thing. But for now, yeah, it's it's cool. It's a whole event and season almost. But I don't know if I feel that it's any special, really. Almost seems like another day. It's definitely not the same as it used to be. There's still something there that's nice. And I feel like it strangely has almost come back up a little bit from like teenage years where you're, at least for me, I feel like I got more cynical against it. Where that magic, quote-unquote, of it fades off, like, and first hits. Whereas now, you know the reality of it, but it's still something different to switch up for this time of year. So it's, like, still kind of nice, too. Mm -hmm. But let me ask you a sometimes hotly debated question. What defines a Christmas movie, or what is a Christmas movie to you, like, Does it just have to take place at Christmas? Does a story have to be around Christmas? When I'm looking at the screen, it needs to yell Christmas. (laughs) What are things that yell Christmas? Constant lights, Mm -hmm. decorations, trees, trees, or one tree. Yeah. The theme of Christmas, obviously. Maybe Christmas music, Macaulay Culkin, Santa hats, malls. This list is going way deeper than I thought, (laughs) but... Yeah, these are just some things I need to be seen at least every five minutes in a movie to think it's Christmas. So you're someone who thinks Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie then? It is, but I'm not trying to watch Die Hard in Christmas. I am. That's I would fair. call it a Christmas movie. <laughs> but you mentioned an actor, too, who stars in the most essential Christmas movie series of all time, Home Alone. Mm-mm. I mean, there's no bigger staple. Nah. Give me Home Alone, one through six. (laughs) And I'll watch that over. I mean, I'll stop after three (laughs) and I'm good. Like, even though a lot of people don't like three because it's a different actor, I still like three. No, I still like three. Still great. But yeah, from four gets bad. I don't even know if there's a five, but I mean, which would you choose between those? I'm going to just go with the hometown bias and go with number two. Damn. I like one more, but two's great also. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even mad at you. I just had to switch it up. But Yeah. New York, Kevin alone in the dangerous streets. Well, I just realized, do you connect to it because of Kevin character? Like, do you see yourself, Kev, Kevin in there? Of course. (laughs) It's like me, a young boy roaming through the streets of New York. We city should, that i don't know <laughs> we should remake home alone but instead it's you as a young kid like after first coming over from dr that might be home alone six let's make it happen <laughs> <laughs> i mean hallmark definitely has it on lock they got the most again not quality but just quantity they have so many and popularity too they all seem exactly the same yeah it's like a formula 
think I even see the same actors in them. <laughs> they just switch up roles. Yeah. <laughs> I think I even seen guys playing women roles now, but hey, it's 2019, right? But I mean, I don't know. What are some of your other favorite Christmas classics outside of Home Alone? Well, let me also just add real quick that Hallmark movies are a con for me. That out the way, yeah, Home Alone for sure. Like I said, I would put Die Hard and also like another not really Christmas movie, but takes place at Christmas, Eyes Wide Shut by Stanley Kubrick, my favorite Kubrick movie, and definitely dark and not something most people would want to watch at the holidays, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. Got the Charlie Brown special, which is classic, like for all of these end of year holidays. Elf, I think, is good with Will Ferrell. Elf is okay. Uh, it's one of those where I've seen many times over the years, but I could care less for it. Damn. I'll take a Santa Claus. Ooh, Tim Allen. Tim Allen. One or two. I don't care. Or three. I'll stop there, but... Wow. <laughs> but give me one of those. The Grinch. Jim Carrey. Taking it back. Mm-hmm. But shout out to T. Yeah, Tyler, the creator's Grinch EP last year. Hell yeah. Other than that... I'm just on a lot of Kevin McAllister, bro. Yeah, I mean, there's also, like, National Lampoon and Love Actually and older ones like White Christmas, Miracle on 34th Street, etc. But, yeah, I don't know. It's also just a genre in itself where I feel like, especially at Christmas time, even if it's something you've never seen before, but if it's just a Christmas movie, you don't necessarily mind watching it or aren't as picky as you might usually be just because it has that feel to it, at least for me. What has the better movies? Halloween or Christmas? Christmas, easily. I mean, I guess it also depends, like, what kind of movies you like, but... Yeah, but Christmas has more variety, too. Yeah, I mean, Christmas does have even scary movies. You've seen Krampus? What? Bruh. It's a scary Christmas movie, bro. Does it have an elf on the shelf in it? Nah, it's another weird creature. <laughs> it's a Krampus. It's almost like the Grinch, I guess, but he's actually scary. Well, there's also Gremlins is like another Christmas movie. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, so I guess Christmas has to take it like when you're almost a genre that has another genre in it. When it comes to like horror, Yeah, you got to win it. And I mean, TV, it's like pretty similar. Like it's used as an episode topic, of course, but none really stand out to me that I can think of, really. Mm-mm. But it is nice, I guess, when you have them, you know, just to have that feel and have those if you want to go and rewatch them at Christmas time. Yeah. It's almost like a must. Every TV show has to have, like, the holiday episodes. And, yeah, they're always fun to watch. Music, though. I mean, I feel like music more than anything in terms of pop culture during the holidays like Christmas just dominates music, whereas Halloween, Thanksgiving, like they have nothing, literally nothing really. And Christmas is just filled with so much, again, like a genre in itself. Yeah, that's true. Halloween, I guess now has, I got five on it because of the movie Us. Right. <laughs> but that's about it. And Christmas, I mean, Mariah alone yeah, has the game on lock. For sure. Making she can just mills. like make a living the rest of her life off that one song easily she could go hide under a rock literally and bank out every december or i guess the check will hit in january but yeah and then you have the christmas gods hill michael buble 
Damn. Talk about somehow, some way, a Christmas album every year. <laughs> I don't know if this is true, but it feels like it. I think he does, or at least like you said, it feels like it. But he makes bank off yeah, Christmas. Shout out though. to Kanata. He figured out the formula. He got it down. One of the better ones, though. Shout out to Justin Bieber. Ooh. With the mistletoe tracks. Real quick, though. What's up with the mistletoes? Oh, man. Yeah, we didn't talk about that yet. How are mistletoes not canceled yet? I mean, it's 2019, about to be 2020. Like, I don't know how I haven't seen 100 articles about how they're problematic and a symbol <laughs> of Me Too. We already canceled Baby is Cold Outside. <laughs> and the new version of that, oh my God, is so bad. It should get canceled with it too. <laughs> but yeah, like, mistletoes, oh my God. But back to music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like baby it's cold outside there are a lot of classic songs that a bunch of artists have done their interpretation of over the years and you have those done by older people like sinatra bing crosby dean martin etc mm -hmm. but yeah i guess like in and those are all pretty consistently decent and like have a certain mood where just like the movies even if it's not something you necessarily pick out on your own, you might just play it just because it's Christmas and you want to feel that mood. And then there are like newer examples, like we were mentioning Tyler, who put out this mini EP last year that was connected to him working on the soundtrack for the new Grinch movie. And it was basically a collection of like five songs that were like inspired from that. Although it's only 10 minutes, which is my only con of it like it's way too short but mm -hmm. it brings something different great different version of what we're used to listening to and somehow some way one of the tracks made like top 100 songs i played last Damn. year or some shit which is insane it like snuck its way into like number 90 or 80 something wow with you're the grinch it's a dope track yeah i can't even lie but i was surprised myself and Casey Musgraves also just put out this Christmas special on Amazon Prime that's like her singing different Christmas songs with a bunch of different celebrities and other music artists. And she's also put out a Christmas album in the past. She's definitely someone I see continuing to put stuff out for Christmas in the future and bank on it also, which I'm down for because I like her stuff. But who if you were given the chance to pick anyone to make like a christmas album would you want to do it the internet bro damn that was fast i don't have to think about it and that's the band not the actual internet <laughs> maybe they could do it live online <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the band the internet shout out to steve lacy the god sid the kid just two of the more talented people that i'm into right now Mm -hmm. along with their other three bandmates they can kill it yeah that sounds pretty crazy like i hadn't even thought about that but that would be super funky christmas yeah, steve's music. funk sid's voice that'd be wild bro like make it happen that's all i ask for for next year i could see them doing it too like i feel like they'd be up for it oh yeah they're super open to these things and concepts and they're so modern kind of like in a title the creator way where Right. It would just sound different, and now I really want to hear this. You have anyone in mind? I mean, I want to see Donald Glover do wow. one, a.k.a. Childish Gambino. Like, that would be incredible. I could see him doing it. 
could also see like Kuko doing one. Wow. Get Claro on the track. You know he'll throw some Spanish words in there, so hell yeah. He'll knock down two whole like races in there. <laughs> Maybe men I trust also. Hey. So yeah, overall, I mean I guess it's safe to say we give it at least a pro, right? Yeah, I mean, I'd even go major pro just because I think it's the best holiday out of all. Yeah, and we're also looking at it of our whole life experience with it, not just right now. I mean, yeah, if it was right now, (laughs) I'd have to lower that. But yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I would say major pro is fair then. I agree for looking at our whole experience with it. And especially us growing up in New York. Yeah, I mean... Let's just save that for an episode next year. Oh, yeah. That that New York Christmas is special. That'll wrap it up for this episode of Pros and Cons. I'm Kev. You can find me at Samo Kev on all platforms. And I'm Jack. You can find me at Jack Bloom Summer, Summer with an O, on everything. Merry Christmas to all. See you in 2020.